0: Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. Police officers in the city of San Diego are leaving their jobs. In fiscal year 2022, which ended June 30th, more than 230 San Diego police officers left the department, a 52% increase compared to the previous year. Union Tribune reporter Lindsay Winkley joins me now. Lindsay, welcome.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: STPD says that this is the most departures it's seen in a decade, and it's due to resignations, not retirement. What's going on?
1: Yeah, so many things are going on, I think is the truest answer to that question. Um, As you said, this is the highest number of departures that the department has seen in more than a decade. And police police leaders say that a lot of factors are at play. One of the things that we have probably heard most of is the city's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. When that was first announced, it created um, a lot of controversy. There was a lot of vocal members of the San Diego Police Union that essentially threatened to leave the department should that be passed. And police leaders say that that is certainly a factor in um, the many departures that we have seen. But there are a lot of other things that are happening. Um, Shortages at the police department have created an environment where there is a lot of required overtime. Um, It constrains time off. Uh, Shortages in the way that police officers are deployed changes the way that officers go about their jobs. Um, Some of the officers that I spoke with for this story said that people are being pulled from all over the department. So all of these different specialty units from ghost gun investigations to homicide um, to respond to 911 calls and it is just back to back. So there's very little time for creating community relationships. There's very little time for proactive policing. Um, and it's just, it's leaving a lot of officers feeling really drained. Um, But I think we also can't forget that there is a huge national conversation happening about uh, police accountability and transparency, and a lot of experts feel that that new level of uh, accountability that's being requested persistently from communities um, is putting a new kind of pressure on police officers. Um, and we're seeing it this at the state level. Um, there are a number of new laws that have been passed that have really uh, are really designed to in- increase uh, transparency among police officers. These new laws are not just creating this new level of scrutiny, uh, but they are also really exposing police officers to consequences in a very new way uh, that we haven't seen uh, in the past. And I think, uh, and many experts think that that is also part of the reason why police officers are choosing to leave the profession.
0: Yeah, I mean, are most of these officers who are leaving STBD, SDPD, leaving the profession or going to different departments or do we know?
1: Yeah, so we do know that. So most officers are resigning. Um, And while that can mean a lot of things, we do know that the largest number, so 93 officers in fiscal year 2022 resigned. Uh, Another 62 left for another law enforcement department. Now, that figure is actually particularly interesting because it is so much higher than previous years. So in fiscal year 2021, 17 officers left for other law enforcement and this most recent fiscal year was 62. So that's more than triple the last year's total. Um, And I think uh, what we found in our reporting is that some officers may be feeling this, uh, that the climate of policing has changed enough, that they no longer want to do the job. Um, but there are other, this sort of another group of officers that do want to continue policing, but they don't want to continue policing at the San Diego Police Department. Uh, and there are probably a lot of reasons for that, but we did talk to a smaller city, um, so El Cajon. And El Cajon has had uh, seven San Diego Police Department officers transfer in the last fiscal year to their smaller department. Um, and some of what the city manager over at Elkhorn said was actually really interesting. Um, basically, he says that he speaks to all of the police officers that lateral over and many of them had expressed uh, how interesting it is to do the police work at a smaller police department. So SDPD is so large that a lot of the investigations like homicides or aggravated assaults will end up being handed over to a detective, Um, but at smaller departments, a lot of times it's the police officer who responds to that scene and and takes that information is gonna see that case to the finish line. Um, And even for experienced officers at the San Diego Police Department, some of them were coming over to El Cajon and serving search warrants, sending cases to the district attorney's office for like the first time. Um, And many of them were saying that they really enjoyed sort of that change of pace. Um, But he was also saying that something that I think is um, something that experts agree with is that their city is really pro-police. It's very supportive of the police department. And one of the experts that I spoke with for this story uh, said that uh, when you see police department, police officers who are leaving the profession, leaving these big city departments, And going to other departments, a lot of times they are moving to suburban communities with smaller police departments. And these are going to be in environments that are generally less diverse and generally spaces where the call for accountability is
0: significantly more muted. So this is happening in the city of San Diego. You also looked at the data from the county as a whole. What is happening in the sheriff's department?
1: Yeah. So the Sheriff's Department, right. So the San Diego Police Department is certainly not alone in this struggle. Um, There was a study that came out last year that showed that sort of across the country, uh, resignation rates, retirement rates, they're all up comparatively. Um, And the Sheriff's Department is also experiencing um, higher than normal departures. Now, unlike the San Diego Police Department, the Sheriff's Department resignations um, are significantly lower. Most of the people who are leaving the San Diego County Sheriff's Department are retiring. Um, and that's actually pretty standard. Uh, most departments will see sort of these like high retirement figures, and then, you know, they have to sort of work to replace the leaders or anybody else who ended up leaving the department. Um, but they did have the highest total that they've had in five years. Uh, so so far. This year, or when we wrote this article, uh, 200 deputies had left. Uh, which this is a this is a calendar year statistic, unlike STPD's fiscal year statistic. Um, so, in all of the last calendar year, 252 sheriff's deputies had left. So, we're only halfway through the year, and we're already at 200. So, that does suggest that this is going to be a heavy year for the dep- for that department as well.
0: Are sheriff's department employees required to be vaccinated?
1: are not required to be vaccinated um so the san diego police department was um sort of separate in that endeavor uh they were one of the only departments that had to get vaccinated if you were an existing employee many jurisdictions across the country or across the county um said that new employees would need to be vaccinated but san diego was one of the only that Um, made these rules for existing employees.
0: I mean, is there any evidence so far that the vaccine mandate has been driving officers out like the police union said it would? So, yes.
1: um, The San Diego Police Department does exit interviews for its officers. And during those interviews, department officials say that officers have said that the mandate was the reason that they decided to leave um and that's not that's not particularly surprising considering the very vocal pushback the mandate got when it was announced um 425 police officers ended up asking for medical or religious exemptions. Um, And so I think that that just goes to show sort of culturally, there was um, definitely a pushback against that mandate. Um, And so, yes, based on the available data that we have, there is an indication that uh, police officers certainly were leaving the department because of, because of the the vaccine mandate. That being said, (laughs) that being said, one of the things that I really, uh, thought was insightful when we were speaking to um one of the experts that we spoke to for the story was if all else was well if if all other things were 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 going well and these police officers were feeling committed and connected to their community uh this expert basically, basically wondered if we would be seeing the kind of exodus that we are right now and even police leaders who were quick to say that the vaccine mandate was a big part of the reason that we are seeing a bunch of officers leaving made sure to say that this was the this was the fifth straw right this was this was just one other thing in a line of things that have left certain officers feeling underappreciated and undervalued. And so I think that when you're looking at sort of this whole picture, um, it wasn't the vaccine mandate that made all these officers leave. Was that one of the things? Certainly. But I think that there was an environment where a lot of officers were feeling demoralized um, about their profession.
0: Yeah, thank you for clarifying that. Well, what have elected officials said about this? What has Mayor Todd Gloria said?
1: Yeah, um, uh, Todd Gloria has said that uh, they're doing a lot of things to keep officers. Um, They uh, put together a 10% pay raise uh, for uh, officers in their latest contract, um, there are proposed bonuses for lateral moves. So from officers who want to move over from other jurisdictions, um, they increased the budget for recruitment. Um, you know, so the city is is feeling fairly confident that they are going to be able to continue to attract qualified candidates. Um, I would say that police leaders are not feeling as confident uh, that the police department is going to be attracting The best candidates, you know, if you look sort of across the board at what each of the departments are paying their officers, um, San Diego is sort of right in the middle of the pack. Um, You know, it's not the lowest, it's certainly not the highest. And I think police leaders sort of feel like, why would a qualified police officer decide to come to a department where they're going to have to work the hardest? You know, this is a big city, it's going to see more crime, it's going to see more cases, Uh, there's a lot more calls, there's just a lot more work to be done. Why would they choose to come and do that when they can get paid more money at a smaller department um, doing the same work, just less? Um, And so, um, you know, it's a hard argument. Um, I think that it's a tough, it's a tough place to be, I think, especially amid uh, conversations about defunding police departments. I think a lot of community members are calling for less money to be uh, invested in their departments, so that other programs—programs programs that are focused on crime prevention, mental health, uh, other resources that communities need to be safe—you um, know—I think those conversations are really are really rising to the top when we're talking about where our public safety dollars need to be invested.
0: Lindsay, anything else you want to add about the story?
1: Well, you know, I I will say that one of the things that we talk about a lot when we're doing these kinds of stories is what is the impact? You know, what is the impact of having a department that doesn't have enough officers, right? Um, Because basically that's what police leaders are saying. Police leaders are saying that um, some calls are going unanswered. It is taking a really, really long time for police officers to get to calls. Um, We're actually going to be looking at that in a future story. Um, just over the years, the amount of time that it takes an officer to get to a person who is calling for help uh, is hours sometimes. Uh, and one of the things that I think we're all going to need to think about is how are these shortages going to impact the ongoing strife between communities and police officers. Um, you know, how do we fix that? How do we move forward in a way that leaves community members feeling like we are addressing the things that they think is most important, while also making sure that officers are around when they're needed?
0: Lindsay Winkley, UT reporter. Thank you. Thank you so much.